friend, welcome to the Shattered in the Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith, an author, ministry leader, and biblical healing coach. But more importantly, I'm a wife and a mom, just like many of you. Listen, if you're looking for real, authentic talk, you've came to the right place. In this space, you will discover a friend who will connect with your heart as I share my own personal stories and cover many relatable topics. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. I see you. God sees you. And through biblical content, I will teach you how to leave your pain in the past, receive the gift of whole healing, and soar into purpose. So, are you ready to be restored and become all God created you to be? We are going to trade those ashes for beauty. Let's jump into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Well, hello there. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jeannie Smith. So today we are going to be talking about forgiveness. You may have heard the cliche, I just can't forgive myself. This is something that is taught in secular counseling and Christian counseling. But today I want to hit this cliche, this myth rather, head on. What does it mean when we say, I just can't forgive myself? Well, guess what? I have good news for you. You don't have to forgive yourself. As a matter of fact, It is impossible to forgive yourself. So what is forgiveness? Forgiveness is a gift that Jesus died to give you. And all you have to do is accept it. So many think they are having difficulty forgiving themselves when actually they are just having difficulty accepting the gift of forgiveness. When Christ said on the cross, it is finished, he meant it is finished. He was the perfect sacrifice, the spotless lamb, given for you and given for me. So think about it like this. If someone gives you a gift, do you give it back and say, no, thank you? No, typically we don't. We simply accept it and say, thank you. That is what Jesus wants us to do with the gift of forgiveness. If we try to take on the job of forgiving ourselves, then we are actually denying the finished work on the cross. Now, what separates us from freedom and from applying this truth to our lives is wrong teaching or wrong thinking about our identity. In reality, we have the head knowledge that God forgives all sins, but for some reason this message can't seem to reach our heart, which in turn makes it difficult to apply it to our lives. So many times the roadblock to freedom is in our mind. Now, it's important to note that there is a big difference between forgiveness and healing. While forgiveness can happen instantly for some people, healing is a process that takes time. Healing comes as forgiveness is extended. So we know that when we ask the Lord to forgive us, he instantly does that. And for some of us, we can instantly forgive as well. But for many of us, it's a process. When we think about forgiveness, we should see the cross. Through the cross, we see the vertical and horizontal forgiveness that Jesus established. And because of what Christ has done for us, there is vertical forgiveness. 
This takes place as many times as we need it to between us on earth and Jesus, who sits as our mediator in heaven at the right hand of the Father. That forgiveness gives us the power to then forgive now horizontally to all those around us. In both directions, we can experience freedom. So once I was speaking at a ladies' luncheon and I shared this truth with them as well, just like I am with you today. And afterwards, as some of the ladies were beginning to greet me, I noticed that there was an elderly lady in the back. She looked so sweet and tender and she was circling the tables and I distinctly noticed how she hung her head. And after the room cleared, she walked up to me and she said, Honey, I was invited to come here today and I didn't want to come, but I'm so glad that I did because I have been waiting all my life to hear what you said today. So she was 72 years old and had been trapped in torment through the years, trying to forgive herself and needing to understand that the gift of God through his son Jesus was just that, a gift. She needed to understand there was nothing wrong with her. She just needed to heal. She needed to understand the difference between forgiveness and healing. Healing is a process and it takes time. On another occasion, I shared this truth with a 54-year-old woman, and instantly before my very eyes, I saw a physical transformation take place as the light bulbs went off and the chains fell down. She said, all this time I thought something was wrong with me because I couldn't seem to forgive myself, to which I replied, my sweet sister, Jesus never required this of you. It was out of his great love he gifted it to you and all you have to do is reach out and accept it. I love this quote from Vanita Wright. When we choose to forgive, God sends the grace to do the healing. Isn't that great? Forgiveness cannot be proven by our feelings. Forgiveness is a choice, not an emotion. We first choose to forgive, then the feelings follow. It's not the other way around. We cannot rely on feelings. We must rely on truth. So Psalms 103.12, write this scripture down. The question I have for you in regards to that scripture is, how far does God go to remove our sins? Well, the answer is tucked away right there. And it says, as far as the east is to the west. And if you're wondering if God remembers our sins, the answer is no. You'll find that answer tucked away in Hebrews 8.12. So we're seeing here the relationship between us and God and that forgiveness is a gift. And we're seeing that God clearly, freely forgives us. And so if he freely forgives us, then we must freely forgive other people. So I love the fact that God does not remember our sins, but he doesn't allow us to forget. And I have often wondered why. So I've come to believe that the memory of our past sins and hurts provides us a powerful platform to minister to other hurting people. So it is that our past mistakes and the radical grace and healing God has provided to us now becomes an extended gift to others. Isn't that beautiful? And honestly, friends, let me tell you, when I think back of all the things that God has forgiven me of, I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget about the condition I was in when I was in the pit. 
No, I want to always remember because of his great love and forgiveness, how he freed me, healed me, and saved me. And guess what? He wants to do that for you as well. So I want you to right now just take a moment and think about maybe a painful experience in your life and who is it that you need to forgive? Just take a moment, maybe jot down some names as you sit quietly with the Lord and ask him to bring every person to mind. And it may take a little while. You may need to sit still and uh, just journal some things down. But at the very least, begin to think about who you need to forgive. Because harboring unforgiveness in your heart towards someone actually harms you, not them. You may have heard the saying, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping someone else would die. It is so true. It harms us, not the other person. So another thing that I want you to think about is, do you set limitations or standards for forgiving others? For example, I will forgive my husband when he comes to me first and admits his wrongs. Well, if you do, you may be waiting a very long time because that person may never come to you. And our standards usually don't come to fruition. So just to give you a little heads up right there. But Paul is very clear on how we must forgive. He tells us in Colossians 3.13, Forgive one another as Christ has forgave you. So interesting thing here, our very own fellowship with God and our forgiveness depends on us forgiving others. Can you imagine God denying you the forgiveness of your sins? How does the thought of that impact you? The way I see it, the greatest opportunity to share the gospel is through forgiveness. I remember the day I was faced with a decision to forgive or not, and I heard the Lord whisper, forgive now just as I forgave you. And in that moment, the mercy he poured over me from the sin of my own abortion flashed before my eyes. Who was I if God saw fit to forgive me for my abortion? How could I not extend forgiveness to the person that was sitting in front of me, desperately asking for it? When we forgive, we mirror Christ. Through forgiveness, we experience the fullness of God's grace. So, Take a moment and ask God to show you any unforgiveness that may be in your heart right now. What does Ephesians 4.32 tell you? Write that scripture down. It tells you to forgive one another. That's it. Very simple. Forgive one another. So take some time to meditate on the cross where he was wounded for your sins. Now, Take some time to thank him that by his stripes you are healed. Thank him for the gift of forgiveness. Thank him for his glorious love and be reconciled to God through his son, Jesus Christ. Rejoicing in the truth that nothing can separate you from his love. Nothing, nothing. How beautiful it is that you are his beloved and he adores you. Now, if you're still struggling with forgiving yourself, let's go ahead and align our thoughts once more. Thinking that we must forgive ourselves indicates that we either doubt God's forgiveness through his son or we just don't believe we are worthy enough to receive it. 
Now, pride can also be a hindrance here. Maybe we have ascended to the throne and made ourselves judge. In this case, we need to ask for forgiveness for attempting to take Jesus' seat of authority. All ideas are lies of the enemy. Forgiveness is not something you can do for yourself. If we could do it for ourselves, why would we need a savior? It is a gift that has been purchased for you. It's a price that's been paid in full. Forgiveness died and rose again for you and me. Choose today to honor our Lord by fully receiving his gift of forgiveness. So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. That comes from John 8.36. So, will you now receive the gift of forgiveness? You have to choose. Reach out and take it. Now, let's have some fun and get pumped up by the Word of God. Because we are free from indwelling sin once we receive the gift of forgiveness. So, let's look at some verses and declare this truth over us. Romans 8.1, there is no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus. Romans 8.28, all things work together for good for those called according to his purpose. Romans 8.32, he gave us his son and he freely gives us all things. Romans 8.33, it is God who justifies us. Romans 8.34, Christ died for us and makes intercession for us. Yes, he sits at the right hand of the Father, speaking on behalf of you and me. Romans 8.37, we are more than overcomers through him who loves us. And Romans 8.38-39, nothing can separate us from God's love. Nothing. So, are you ready to forgive now? Are you ready to walk in that freedom we've been talking about? So earlier I asked you to think about some names, some people that you may need to forgive. So bring those people back to mind and I want you to just say out loud because our words have power. I forgive whoever it is for whatever it is that you need to forgive them of. And I will no longer allow this person, these memories, these feelings to control or manipulate me any more. Got it? Okay, and go through every single person that you need to forgive if there's more than one, but speak it out loud because when you speak it, your words brings power and it frees you of it. Now remember, you may not feel it when you say it, but that's okay. The feelings will follow. You just have to make a choice and the choice is today I am choosing to forgive whoever it is for whatever they have done to me. Okay, great. Now, for some of you, this is going to be extremely difficult because what you have gone through was deeply painful and you feel like you will never be able to forgive and maybe have even said so. But remember, forgiveness is not for the other person. It is for you. Forgiveness does not mean you allow ongoing pain or suffering. For example, someone may have abused you in some kind of way just because you forgive them does not mean that they can continue to harm you or that you have to stay in a position to allow them to. The other thing to know is that with forgiveness, there is not always reconciliation and we have to be okay with that. Many times reconciliation does not or cannot happen, but that's not needed for your freedom because we're talking about your freedom. Let me give you an example. Once I was counseling a mother who had lost her daughter to suicide. 
The mother was struggling with guilt. She desperately wished she could talk with her daughter and reconcile, but her daughter was gone. Nevertheless, this mother needed to be set free. Her very life depended on it. So one day during one of our sessions, I had her speak out to her daughter as if her daughter was in the room. And I asked her, what would you like to say to your daughter? And I pulled up a chair as if her daughter was sitting in the chair. And the mother began to sweat and shake as she spoke to her daughter. She was being delivered. She was being set free. Though reconciliation was not possible, she was able to tell her daughter that she was sorry and ask for her forgiveness. Giving her the opportunity to verbalize these things set her free from the bondage that she was in. Extending forgiveness and accepting forgiveness sets you free. You free. So if you are still struggling with forgiving, let me give you a visual. Imagine yourself walking around all the time with a heavy bag filled with stones wrapped around your neck. For the sake of analogy, we will call this weight the bag of unforgiveness. It has become a huge burden because it is with you everywhere you go. And the heaviness has your head lowered and your spine out of alignment. Remember the lady I spoke about to you earlier? The story of the lady walking around in the back of the room and her head was lowered down. She was carrying around a bag of unforgiveness. You are in desperate need of rehab. The pain and the discomfort is growing day by day. It is affecting your health and your functional abilities. This bag of unforgiveness is draining you, paralyzing you, and eventually it could kill you because of the strain it's putting on all the other vital parts of your body, your soul, and your spirit. So what is one to do? Seek a physician, friends, the greatest physician, and his name is Jesus. Allow him to heal you and remove that bag of unforgiveness around your neck. Of course, you play a role in the healing process too. You have to be willing to remove what is making you weary and sick. You have to be willing to see the physician. So, are you ready to see him? Are you ready to fully forgive those who have hurt you? The time is now. Turn away. Let God flood your heart with his peace. He will make a way for you to move forward out of your place of confinement and into the fullness of life. Accept this gracious gift of forgiveness and then gift it to others. Bear with each other and forgive whatsoever grievances you have against one another. Forgive as he has forgiven you. Colossians 3.13 Friends, forgiveness is the key that unlocks the doors to power. Forgiveness opens the floodgates for wounds to heal and breaks the bondage of offenses. It brings life to the soul and health to the bones. It's a mighty tool of God to bring healing all around in every circumstance. It stops the enemy cold because it is a reflection of Christ, his identity and our identity as well. Forgive others, not because they deserve it, but because you deserve it. You deserve peace and forgive others because it is a commandment of God. Forgive others because it was a gift first to you 
and now you're going to extend it to others. Forgive others so your prayers will not be hindered. Forgive others so that you may walk into eternity one day when you take your last breath. So, Father, I pray right now in this moment for all my listeners to begin to walk in the freedom of forgiveness. Let today be the day, Lord, that they choose to say, I will forgive in Jesus' name. Amen. I love this quote by William Blake. It says, the glory of Christianity is to conquer by forgiveness. Benita Wright spoke and said, When we forgive, we give a sinner like ourselves another chance, and we free ourselves to live and grow in the bountiful grace of God. So friends, go and live in the bountiful grace of God. It's been another great appointment with you, and I hope you have a wonderful week. I love you bunches, and I'll see you in the next show. Live life abundantly. If you like mommy's show, leave a review. Hey, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the Shattered and the Beautiful show. Next, hop on over to the Shattered and the Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way. Oh, 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 oh,